Ladies and gentlemen, it's about to be a heavyweight fight. The top two seeds in the NFC are about to collide. It's officially about to be the clash of the Titans. I'm talking about the Philadelphia Eagles with the one seed. I'm talking about the San Francisco 49ers with the two seed. Y'all better get ready. Get your boxing gloves ready because we're going to break it down right here on the Wayne Breezy Show. It's good to be back, baby. Let's go. Breezy this, breezy that. They know I'm gold blooded. I got the Niners on my back, you know. And yeah. Breezy end. this, breezy Award. that. Ain't nobody working like Breezy, and that's a fact. Overmotivated is an understatement. Gold blooded to the core, got your squad hating. Breezy make it look easy. Breezy on everything like 05067 Wheezy. This is not a game. Yeah, we faithful in every way. And even though we on the East Coast, very loyal to the Bay. Heavy red and gold every day. And if you really a Niner fan, I know you can relate. Applying pressure with this content like smaller bear. We not accepting no slander by trace, so beware. I stay in exclusively Niner hats. And I always tell the truth, this exclusively Niner facts. Breezy this, breezy that. They know I'm gold-blooded. I got the Niners on my back, you know. Yeah. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? It's your boy, Wayne Breezy, and we're back for another episode of the Wayne Breezy Show. Round of applause to everybody out there, man. Hey, man, I'm sorry I haven't been able to go daily, man. The travel game, the travel game for your boy Breezy in 2022, 2023, that whole season of the travel game has been challenging. But I tell you what, I'm overcoming it. I'm accomplishing it. And we back, baby. We back. Shout out to everybody that's right here, man. I truly appreciate you. If you're watching the stream, make sure you go ahead and hit that like button. All right. And don't forget, if you're not officially subscribed to the channel, go ahead and subscribe to the channel. And I'm challenging one new person to become a member today, man. Join the channel. Join the community. Join the perks. Join the fun. Become a member today by clicking the join button Right there. I can see it right here because you can't tell me you can't see because it's right there. It says joined and it says analytics. and Well, mine says analytics and then edit video. But yours just say join. So go ahead and join the channel. And again, everybody, hit that like button. You know, when you become a member, I got to show love to the actual members, especially the first 10 that joined the stream. So shout out to my man, Eddie G, in the building. He says, what up, Breezy? Welcome back. And thank you again for bringing the dub with you. Let's effing go. Let's effing go. My man Boat started out hashtag take six. Why are we not hashtagging this even the more, more, more? We got to start hashtagging take six. I'm going to try my best to break down Christy Marie's emojis. Uh, love, uh, shoot, party, Brock, par- I, I got the next one. Is it a Brock party? Is that is it together? I don't know. I'm I'm putting two and two together. Shout out to Jerome. He says it's cool to be an underdog. It makes you hungry and play with a chip on your shoulder. What's popping, Breezy? Let's get a nitty gritty, fam. You already know. Uh, we'll talk about that. The 49ers being an underdog. That's the preface of today's show. Uh, Peachy says love this spot we are in. I think it's great for the squad. Let's go. Take six. Yep, see y'all in Philly. Peachy's gonna be in Philly. My man Terrence, what up, Breezy? If if you want to know why I say the word Terrence is because when I used to be on 106 and Park, our manager, we had a, a member in the band, his name was Terrence, and our manager Choke used to call Terrence like Terrence. All right, so my bad. Uh Sunday's gonna be epic, fam. This team is built different. Let's effing go. Yes, VZ408 is in the building, Motown Philly. Oh, this is a tough, this is tough. This is tough. You you can't put this in here, VZ. Because if you know, my favorite group of all time is Boys to Men. But I tell you what. On Monday, when we say in Victory Monday, the 49ers are going to officially go from Boys to Men. They're going to show the league why they are the men or the AKA dogs. Yeah. Of the league, VZ408. What's going on? Raphael562. Good morning, Breezy, and everyone. Good morning to you as well. Um, I appreciate you guys, man. Wade the Wonder, DC4978. What's faithful? What's good, man? What's going on with you, bro? My man Marty Mars in the building. Yo, Breezy, talk, yo. Wait a minute. 
today because these Eagles, I'm talking, they, yo, yo, bro, I, I was listening to a clip today, bro, and what did he say about the Niners? I got to get an Eagle fan on here. Johnny Dale Football Academy is in the building. Big Dez, all the all the subscribers to the channel. What's going on? Hey, Cinnamon, can, hey, Cinnamon, you gonna miss Cinnamon? You gonna be there? You gonna be there? I'm, I'm, I'm. Yeah, you need to be there in Philly. I know the tickets are outrageous, but make sure you're there. My man, Niner Gang Podcast is in the building. Glad you made it home safely. Appreciate you, Dion, uh, and things like that. Uh, no new. We were gonna get down to. We got a lot of stuff to talk about, right? Because we got a lot of honors and awards stuff that's just popped off this morning. We got to talk about. The Charles and Menahue, um arrest. You know, we got to break that down a little bit uh, and, and talk about how it may be a distraction to the team or whatnot. Uh, then we're going to get down to the nitty gritty because we're going to talk about being the underdog. All right. We got a little history, uh, you know, to go through. But shout out to everybody out there, man. I appreciate you all for tuning in. If I didn't shout your name out, man, my apologies. But I appreciate you for being here. We got to get the show started. Quick formalities. You already know what time it is, man. Go ahead, like, comment, subscribe right here on the YouTube channel. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast as well. All right. The Wayne Breezy Show is on Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts as well. Join the Patreon, uh, patreon.com backslash Wayne Breezy. There will be some new videos uploaded this week. All right. Uh, shout out to our sponsors over at Residency. Uh, make sure you use the promo code SFBreezy. Save on your purchase. Don't forget to follow on Twitch as well. You can also subscribe for free using your Amazon Prime account. Don't forget to join the actual Nitty Gritty Facebook. That's where we do the score predictions. Uh, do we have any? The was there a winner for the score predictions from last week? I have to check with Miss Debbie see if there was a winner. All right, don't forget to join my Facebook page, which is the Wayne Breezy. Make sure you check it out. I'm posting daily content on there as well. Make sure you're following on Twitter, uh, and don't forget you can subscribe on Twitter if you want to be uh, become a subscriber as well at Wayne Breezy. And last but not least, uh, <laughs> the Instagram, which is flowing. Shout out to uh, I have. Have a few, have an Instagram management team. I just want to give them a whole shout. I'm not going to mention anybody's names because, uh, you know, but shout out to the whole team. You know who you are. I uh, appreciate you guys. Uh, they are getting it popping. The Instagram is flowing. We just reached in 30 days on Instagram, we reached 1 million people. I don't know about you, but that's that. That's a round of applause um, to the team. That's a round of applause to the team. At least one million people. So shout out to them. But let's talk Niners, man. I haven't talked to you guys since the win. Uh, great win. Uh, last game in uh, Santa Clara. Last game at Levi Stadium. 49ers definitely did it. Uh, I got it. I got it. I, before I get into that, I see my man Jerry's uh, comment. So please give me a second. Okay. To just address this comment. I know it's music. It is what it is. Uh, breezy boys to men over Jodeci. So I know this is a tough. This is probably one of the toughest decisions, like the 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 blue or the red pill type of a decision. What's going on, Fernando? I see you out there, Playboy. Appreciate the love, man, and 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 all you do uh, for your boy and for the channel, man. Appreciate you. Make sure you guys are checking out uh, 49ers underscore throwbacks uh, videos, man, because he's putting them out there. He's giving you all the good throwback stuff. If you want to know what's going on between the whole Philly and 49ers series. He's been doing it all season. You guys haven't been paying him any attention. He's on Twitter, so make sure when you see his tweets, retweet them joints and quote tweet them too, man. Give him a shout out. Uh, but for me, it's boys to men. Uh, and, and, and it's because I'm a singer. And it has no, no, nothing against Jodeci. I'm not saying that they can't sing, but I grew up in the church, even though Jodeci's from the church, but the harmonies... From Boys to Men. Now, Jodeci probably had better songs, but I think ultimately Boys to Men is the better group. And I don't think Jodeci can sing like Boys to Men can sing right now. Boys to Men is still singing and performing right now, and they're doing a tremendous job with the three, with three, with the three members. Jodeci is still performing too, but I guarantee you they they had to drop some keys uh or whatnot. <laughs> Cause as you get older, you know what I mean? Look, look like like I said, it, it comes down, and, and this is it, Lake City. I, I don't think they understand. I thought I tried. I tried to explain it this way. So for me, for me, it's about the vocals. So it depends on what you like, vocalists or more harmony-based singers. And so, like, that's kind of like what you want. Like, and so boys to men, to me, were 
that harmony. They were harmony. Together, they were the Voltron. And then separate, I mean, they had pretty decent, okay, separate careers. I, I thought Casey and JoJo did did a bang up job. Um, but yeah, that that so that that is for me. I, I I tell you what, we gotta do some type of music stuff. I tell you, if you join the Patreon, I promise you, if I get 10 regular new Patreon subscribers, and this will be for the five dollar subscription. We'll do a music show on the $5 subscription joint. I promise you, if I get 10 new members of the Patreon at the $5 mark, we'll, I'll do the first I'll do the first music edition. And we could do it set up to where we just do battles. We'll pick person per person, and we'll go through the music, because we could do that on Patreon and not get in trouble. Feel me? Uh, yeah. And so I, I get it. I, you're not going to play Boys to Men in the Whip, Kylie. Like, that's... That's not what you do, man. Unless you're going through some, unless you're begging your girl to come back, unless you uh you want to make love to your girl, like I mean, unless it's the end of the road. I mean, like the the songs, like they, I mean, it's just I don't know. And Steve says, "Will I sing for five dollars? I absolutely will sing for five dollars. Absolutely, absolutely. I know this dude did not say this. All right, we got to get to the to the 49ers, man. What a great win, um." What a great win against Dallas. But now it's time to put that in, in behind him and, and, and it's trying to move forward. We got Philly and we're traveling to Philly. And so going into Philly, man, there's a lot of stuff at stake. Uh, the 49ers are clearly the underdogs and we're going to break that down. But let's get to some of the like the the, the, the good news um, that's going on with the Niners. All right. So there's a lot of stuff going on out there with the Niners. Don't forget today. At 4 p.m., 3.30 to 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, I'll be doing the Madden Challenge. I actually like doing it on a Wednesday because it gives you guys time to actually watch the whole video. And, yeah, it's going to be dope. All right, so 3.30 4, 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. All right, here we go. So we got oh, so we got some 49ers news going on. Um, we got the 49ers currently have four finalists, all right, for NFL Honors Awards, which will be on February 9th, 2023, all right? You guys know this is when they're going to announce the defensive player of the year, player of the year, like all that type of stuff and stuff like that. So the 49ers have four uh, players, uh, well, four positions. Head coach Kyle Shanahan is in there. Um, it's crazy because I feel like out of the coaches, let, let me look at the coaches. I'm, look, I'm looking at these coaches and I'm saying to myself, I feel like there's a coach missing. So y'all let me know if there's a coach missing. I, I'm happy that Kyle Shanahan is in here. You got Nick Serrani from Philly, Kyle Shanahan from the Niners, Brian Dabble from the Giants, Sean McDermott from the Bills, and Doug Peterson from the Jaguars. Now, I know, I, like, I'm, I'm, I'm happy Kyle is in there, and I feel like Kyle should win it. I, I'm not being a homer. But here, here's, my, here's my thing about Kyle Shanahan winning that award, all right? You're on your third string quarterback, who's a rookie. He's won you six regular season, five regular season games in a row. Okay. He won six games, right? Since he became, since he started playing. All right. And then on top of that, you know, they finished 13 and four. They win the NFC West. He hasn't lost in the playoffs. Like, and I know you don't want to count anything past the regular season for these awards. Um, but for me, Kyle needs to get this. He got snubbed in 2019, and I feel like he's gonna get snubbed again because Brian Dabble got his Giants to this team, to this thing. Now, people are gonna be like, oh, well, Kyle Shanahan has this super team. Any quarterback could come in here and do it. We're gonna talk about that too. Because there was a there was a there's a there's a take going on. Oh, man, there's so much stuff that's going on. But I feel like there's a coach that's been snubbed, and it's Dan Campbell from the Detroit Lions. And I can't help to have grown a heart for Dan Campbell watching him on Hard Knocks. I mean, if you watch Hard Knocks, you're going to like Dan Campbell. Like, you can't help it. Player, coach, perfect definition, right? Played in the NFL as a tight end, became a head coach, you know, worked his way up. There's a tight ends coach and all that type of stuff. Worked his way up. Now he's the coach for the Detroit Lions. And I, and I, and I tell you what, they should have been in this playoffs. I would have took the Lions over the Giants any day. But here we go. Brian Dabble. I, I think if I had to take a, a, a person, I would have been him and put in Dan Campbell. That's me personally. Um, that's just me personally. Uh, but Kyle Shanahan should win this award. And I know you guys are going to be like, oh, you, Breeze is going to give it to all the 49ers. You're all right. Like, why wouldn't I? Anyway, 
<laughs> Why wouldn't I? All right. And so th- let's go to the rookie of the year. Rookie of the year. It started with like five finalists. And then I remember like Brock Purdy. We did a show. It was called Rookie of the Year. Go back and rewatch this on the channel. All y'all was like, nah, Brock shouldn't do it. He only played this amount of games, blah, 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 booty, 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 up in here, all that, right? <sighs> but here we go. Brock, Kenneth Walker III, and Garrett Wilson. Now, I think Garrett Wilson is going to win this award. But, man, man, what Brock has done for the league. And he gets no respect. Let me, let me, Let me tell you. I got a clip I want to play for you guys, right? And I didn't know how to tie it into today's show, but I, I woke up. I don't know why hot takes just pop up in my face. I, I don't know what that means or whatever. But um, if you listen to speak, uh, I think this was yesterday. Is today the 25th? Let me check my watch. Yeah, so this was yesterday. Uh, and this is the show, um, you know, with all the haters. I'm just going to call them haters. Not going to call their names out. But I want to play this take, all right? And so I want you to tell me what you guys think about the take. So this is between Brock Purdy and Jalen Hurts um, and how there's a huge gap in between them, which I, I wasn't I wasn't necessarily disagreeing, but I feel like they're taking stabs at my man Brock. So just take, take a look at this. Listen. The gap is massive. There's a huge gap. Big large to steal up all the adjectives to explain <laughs> the space jalen hurts was an mvp candidate for most of the season mm-hmm. we didn't even know brock purdy's name until jimmy g went down and that's no disrespect to brock purdy because you weren't supposed to because he was a seventh round rookie and he was the third string quarterback true 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 now he's made a name for himself now Absolutely. and it's not mr irrelevant but it ain't jalen hurts either mm-hmm. there's a difference and it's massive and it's jalen hurts is better more experienced, plays at a higher level, has more skills. Whatever whatever measurements you want to get to, maybe we'll stop at leadership, and I would still probably give Jalen the nod there as well. Absolutely. We also saw how valuable Jalen Hurts is to this specific team that I think we all agree is loaded. But what did they do, and how did that offense look when Jalen Hurts wasn't there? Elf. We know what Kyle Shanahan can do with a backup quarterback because that's pretty much his entire existence in the NFL. What did the Eagles do with their backup quarterback, who was apparently as good as Jalen Hurts? Not a whole lot. Not a whole lot. Losses. It comes down to this. We know the talent gap is bigger. Maybe the performance gap is not as wide, although I will say last week, uh, Brock Purdy didn't do much of anything that was impressive, and Jalen Hurts was amazing, but we're just probably going to ignore that game because the Dallas Cowboys are somehow going to wiggle in there and get some credit. Why are you looking like, at me? Because I know where this conversation's going, so I'm just setting a couple landmines up for you because we did a little prep on this. If you watched the it, day, it was funny. The game is is on the line. Who would you rather have as your quarterback? All things being equal, which essentially they are mm-hmm. when you talk about these two teams. You'd rather have Brock Purdy or Jalen Hurts? Jalen Hurts. So then there's a gap. So so like the gap, right? I'm not talking about the gap band or the gap between my tooth or whatever. I, like there is a there. I don't know if the gap is huge though. Like, what makes this gap huge? She tried to break it down with some points about, you know, skill set and things like that. And honestly, the only thing I see different or feel that's different between Jalen Hurts and Brock Purdy, two things. One, experience, which is not really, doesn't really amount to much anymore in the NFL. And two, why? Because Brock has beat all the experienced quarterbacks he's played. So, so that you can't even say the experience anymore, but you always go with experience over, over inexperience. That's just like a common thing that you do, right? And this, I'm not, I'm not taking a stab at joy. I get joy when I think about. I like joy. Joy is good. The alpha and omega joy. Joy is cool, right? But, but, but why? But why is Brock not getting, not praise, but any credit? Because you can say he stunk it up in this past game against Dak, right? He still outplayed Dak. So you can't say he stunk it up against Dak. If anything, you got to say he wasn't as good as he was against the defense that was in his face 
the majority of the game. I mean, they were blitzing. They were doing all kind of crazy stuff to throw him off his game. And at the end of the day, he was only sacked twice. And at the end of the day, he also led his team to a game-scoring drive. That's number one. Number two, number 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 two, he also led the team to a game-sealing winning without them even having to score. He's like, hey, man, you know what, Coach? I can help us run out the time. You sure you can, rookie? Sure. Coach Kyle Shanahan let this kid throw the ball to help end this game. So, so at the end of the day, he still did things. Was he off his rocker in the beginning? For sure. Playing against a top defense. Somebody remind me who in the hell Jalen Hurts played last week. Please, somebody tell me who in the hell did Jalen Hurts play against last week? He played against the team he beat both times throughout the season. He knows that team better than anybody. When have we played Dallas? When you play a team once, they throw the God-blessed kitchen sink at you. You're going to see stuff that you've never seen before. That's why I think the 49ers is going to beat the Eagles. They're going to see some stuff they ain't never seen before. It ain't like we play twice in the division where you saving up stuff for the next time and the next time and the next time. And this is no disrespect to the Giants, but come on, man. The Giants' offense was stagnant. If Saquon Barkley can't get going, if you don't line him up, who Saquon Barkley is a comeback player of the year nominee, along with Christian McCaffrey, by the way, if Saquon Barkley isn't lined up out wide and you're number one wide receiver, then you're going to Richie James, bro. So at the end of the day, did Jalen Hurts do his due diligence against the Giants? For sure. You got to play the team that's right there on paper. So I give him credit, but dang, like to kind of throw him and say, to kind of throw Brock under the bus and say, oh, he didn't really, you know, he didn't really play. He didn't play well. He did. He, 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 what was he? 19 for 29, if I'm not mistaken. He played regular. That's how I look at it. And here's the other difference, right? That I wanted to talk about when we talk about Jalen Hurts, because I'm not, like uh, letting Jalen Hurts, I'm not bringing him down. I think he's a phenomenal player in the NFL, correct? But his, it's, it's, his, it's, it's the coach's, uh, <laughs> how can I say this? It's the, it's the coach's fact, it's his ability to goddamn run the football. That's what it is. It's him and the coach saying, hey man, just run the ball, right? And so like, He ended up getting hurt running the ball, too, by the way. But at the end of the day, Sirani, McDermott, and and when Trey was playing, Kyle Shanahan didn't have a problem running their quarterbacks because it added a different element to the game. I don't want Kyle Shanahan doing that with Brock. And the reason why I'm saying that is because after Brock, is nothing. And I know Jimmy Garoppolo is possibly may be able to play in the NFC Championship game as the backup, but I'm not going into the game playing with that crap. And and, and so, like, you don't want Brock running. Brock ran a play in this game, and I was like, what in the hell against the Cowboys? But, I mean, he got some yards out of it. But what I'm saying is like, the, their, their coach doesn't mind running Jalen Hurts. They feel like Jalen Hurts, uh, they trust him to protect himself. And so because of that, he's getting you a touchdown, two touchdowns a game. That's the key. That's the key. That's the key. Now, I didn't mean to go off tangent with this, but we were talking about Brock Purdy and why he should be not, why he's nominated as a uh, a finalist for Rookie of the Year and, and why he should probably get it. I mean, he's doing things we've never really seen rookies do. You know? Look, love Joy Taylor. I actually love the whole cast. Except for Shady McCoy. He irks me, man. Like, I, I, I want to, I just want to see Shady. I want to see if he got hands. All right. Uh, comeback player of the year, Christian McCaffrey uh, was a nominee again. Uh, Saquon Barkley is one of the, uh, the three nominees for that award as well. So the 49ers have four, four NFL. And then obviously, you know, Nick Bosa is the nominee for defensive player of the year award. And, and he should win that hands down. You know what I'm saying? Um, so, yeah, like, look, look, love Joy Taylor. Don't need her coming at me. This wasn't really about her because I really thought she was speaking facts. I'm just saying add some more facts to the Brock train. You gave me all the facts about Jalen Hurts, but you missed all the facts about Brock. 
Like, okay, so one game, he didn't play up to Brock Purdy's status. Talk about the other games, because he demolished the Seahawks. And you could say, oh, it was the Seahawks. Well, God dang it, it was the Giants. What are we talking about here? I wish we played the Giants. Shit, I wish we played the Vikings, too, and didn't have to deal with that gut-wrenching game in California with, with, the, with the Dallas Cowboys. I knew that game was going to be close to the T. I knew it. It's just because it's the Cowboys. But the way the cards fell, the 49ers had to play who the hell was in front of them. And they beat both of them. So what are we talking about here? And I wish Philly would have had to play Dallas. Matter of fact, Dallas didn't want to play Philly, and Philly didn't want to play Dallas. Hmm. I wonder why. I wonder why. Uh, more, more, more awards going around. Coach D'Amico Ryans. All right, I think this is pretty cool. Uh, Coach D'Amico Ryans. Uh, is a finalist for assistant coach of the year. All right. The other two finalists are Ben Johnson uh, and Shane uh, Steichen. Steichen. All right. So those are the two other coaches. So shout out to D'Amico Ryan. It's possibility that he'll win this one. I I think D'Amico would win and Kyle will lose. How about that? I think D'Amico will win assistant coach of the year and Kyle Shanahan uh, will lose coach of the year. All right. And then um, we have George Kittle. Um, who is a finalist for the salute, uh, the USAA's Salute to Service Award for his year-long support to the military community members. Uh, the other two finalists are tight end from the Bengals, Hayden Hurst, uh, and uh, head coach Ra- Ron Rivera, not Rob Rivera. Sorry, all the typos in there. All right, so yeah. Um, that's pretty cool. So, so we got some awards that are about to go out, man, and I- I'm kind of excited uh for for the team i mean it, it's cool to do your your job and do well and get paid for it but to be kind of like honored uh among the greats and to be seen like on another light i mean it's always cool to win awards at the end of the year and it, and it's not about winning the award like but to be nominated you know what i'm saying just to see that other people are watching i think that's pretty darn cool uh a lot of people ask me am i going to philly yeah man i'll be there uh, I'll be in Philly this weekend. Uh, we got a party that's going to be going on uh, with the Philly Takeover uh, chapter. Uh, that's going to be on Saturday night. Travis King's going to be in the building, if I'm not mistaken. Right, TK? Uh, I think you, he'll, you'll be performing. Uh, Tommy Nello's going to be there. I think the whole crew's going to be there. I'll be there. It's going to be dope, man. It's going to be dope. Uh, so make sure you guys, if you guys are going to be out in Philly this weekend, man, uh, I'll make sure I get the info, uh, one of the shows this week so that I can put it out there so you guys can know where the party's going to be. And then I got to hit up my man, John, cause John and I talked and I think there's going to be a 49 rush road trip party as well. Uh, uh, um, and things like that. So we'll definitely be keeping you guys, uh, eventful, uh, this weekend, upcoming weekend, uh, as the 49ers, uh, head to Philadelphia P. Hey, all right, we got to spend a little bit of time on Charles Amenehu, who who was arrested for a misdemeanor. Now, you guys already know the story, right? So you guys know kind of like what went down. Um, uh, apparently, his girlfriend called the police on him uh, because he pushed her down uh, and things like that. Um, so I'm just reading the report right here. Now, he has been released. All right. And so I'm not sure what his status is with the team. Uh, I'm not sure if if he is going to play and I'm not sure if he should play. It's kind of like this is not the 49er way Uh, as the 49er, you know, the whole new culture. uh, It it was all about not having guys. And it's I'm not judging him or her. I'm just saying, like, if you're trying to keep the culture the way the culture is, then you kind of got to do what you got to do. Uh, and it's unfortunate because Charles Amenehu was definitely uh, losing him is 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 crucial. Like not having him will be crucial when you're talking about pressuring uh, Jalen Hurts. Right? We're talking about keeping Jalen Hurts contained, keeping him in that pocket. And so, like, yeah, like a lot of people say that the context will matter. Guilty Warriors asking, do I think he'll play Sunday? I don't know. Like, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't think I, I would not play him because I'm running a, a tight knit organization. And so me personally, he's going to need to take some time off and clear his head. Now come Super Bowl time and all this stuff irons itself out. I feel like that's plenty of time off. Uh, 
Now, he wasn't charged with anything. She didn't go to the police. She didn't do anything like that, okay? Like, anything like that. No, nah, like, like, he pushed her down, according to her, and things like that. And um, I mean, maybe he was trying to leave. She wouldn't let him leave. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know the story um, in its entirety. There's, like, three sides to the story or whatnot. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but, yeah, it is... Uh, it's un- it's unfortunate that it's it's um you know that it's a menu. Uh and like I said, like innocent until proven guilty, I'm all for that and things or whatnot, but you know, it is whew, it is what it is. And I think it will it's gonna be it's gonna be detrimental. Now, Magnus Linder says he won't play, Drake Jackson will play. I don't know, man, because a lot of people are saying Drake Jackson, and I want Drake Jackson to play, okay? I do. I I 100% want him to play. I feel like this is the game, right? Because you want to keep the quarterback contained. You want to keep Jalen Hurts inside the pocket and let the inside guys make that tackle. So as Jalen Hurts tries to take it outside, um, that's what I think Charles Aminahue is going to do because Charles Aminahue has the long reach, has the long arms, and can probably tackle him down. Now, he does struggle against running backs, but Philly doesn't run a lot of outside zone. They're more inside. So, like, this might actually be a good game for Drake Jackson to play. But here's the thing. They 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 made Alex Barrett active last week. And who's to say he doesn't get the nod? So just, just keep that in mind. I want Drake Jackson to play. But keep in mind, Alex Barrett may just get that nod. I mean, look, it is what it is. All right? So... It, it is what it is. I don't think he's going to play, but we'll find out today. They, they, uh, you know, Kyle's supposed to address it today. We'll find out more information later. We'll talk about it tomorrow on tomorrow's show. All right. Now, the only th- the reason why I said this is detrimental to the Niners is because you're taking a key piece away from the depth. I don't like calling him a reserve. I like calling him depth. Right. And so uh, he's been starting. And so that's a key piece. So Ebukam is going to have to step up in his role. Uh, shout out to Ebicon with the block, the block field goal last week. Um, but yeah, this is this is gonna be crazy. Uh, hold on one second, one in. Uh, but uh, Golden Buckeye says Drake Jackson might make a difference. He could jump and tip some balls with his length. Always, if you can't get to the quarterback jump, yeah, man. He so so the thing I like about Drake Jackson is he has that innate quarterback feeling. You know what I'm saying? He has that innate quarterback feeling. Right. And so it's pretty cool. Now I see some super chats coming in and, and I love it 1000%. And I'm going to go ahead and, and do this. I said, I'm going to say most of them to the show, but this one is actually pertaining to the topic that we're talking about. My um, my uncle Scott right here says, Hey Wayne, I'm in a, you will play. We don't know all the facts. He will have his day in court, but first we need him for the Eagles. See, I understand that I do. And I got to give you the foghorn. Super chats. Get the foghorn. Those are my touchdowns. Um, I just, I just feel like for me, like, if, like the 49ers ever since the end of the Ruben Foster era has been running a pretty tight knit ship. And I don't like to use the word ship, but you know what I'm trying to say organization. And the guys have stayed out of the, of the law. They have the, the players that they brought in. Uh, the pe- the players that they've drafted. Now he's a player that they actually traded for, okay, and they've stayed out of the law for the majority of it, okay. And so, I'm just saying, okay, like I don't know if they're going to play him. I know he's innocent to proven guilty. I understand all of that stuff, but we'll know today. We'll know today. I'm hoping you're right. How about that? I want him to play. Now, if he's guilty of everything, I mean, I'll feel bad. But I do want him to play on Sunday. Okay? It's kind of what I, I, I want him to play on Sunday. Now, guys, make sure you guys hit that like button. I see a lot of you guys are in here. And I appreciate the love, man, on these morning shows. Like, you guys are making me feel good, man, because you have no idea your boy is about to go back to school. But uh, I'm loving the likes. And please keep continuing to hit hit that like button. And I see a lot of stuff's gonna come out. <laughs> you remember Bruce? Um, oh, this is a good thought. He should play business is business. Yeah, like, psh, look, 
Uh, Vince says, uh, isn't he hurt anyway? So he had an oblique injury, right? But it's day-to-day. Listen, we'll talk about those injuries, right? So Charles Menahue, oblique injury, day-to-day, right? Uh, Christian McCaffrey, was it a knee injury, ankle injury? Can't remember. But it's day-to-day. Like, everything's day-to-day now. Like, this is the playoffs. And if you 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 have to <laughs> look, man, if you could put your clothes on and and you pump some cortisone or whatever it is they put in your body, you go out there and you play. You know what I mean? And so I know he had the oblique injury, but it's day to day. Like I, I just feel like they're gonna play. Like you're gonna see him, you're gonna see McCaffrey out there. I think those are the two guys that Kyle Shanahan talked about earlier. Uh, you guys are crazy about Bruce. Man. I remember this. Remember because remember the guy came up. It was a calf contusion for um, CMC. Appreciate it. I remember the Bruce Miller situation, and I'm like, yo, like I, he maybe he just thought the old guy was somebody else, and he just beat him to a, like a bloody pulp. But anyway, 49ers have some players, and 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 you know what? Stop messing with with these football players, please. Let me let me just let me just I'm gonna put this out here, and this is not an excuse. I'm gonna put this out here now. I'm gonna, and I'm saying this to people, okay? So this is to people, and wh- whatever you classify yourself as, this is to you. But stop messing with these athletes in their minds, because they different, different. They, they they different, especially football players. Like they're a little different. So like, just just they different because because some players may not be able to control certain things. That's all I'm saying. Uh, and 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 I hate for it to go super south. They're not talking about that with Charles Omenahu. It did not go super south. Like I said, he's been released, all that good stuff. So that's good news for Charles Omenahu. All right. So uh, I'm hoping he plays. I just don't know if the 49ers are going to play him. All right. I, I don't know. All right. I just don't. I hope, he, I hope they do. Let's get to some of the history because we got the Eagles. And we're on our way there. And I wish the Eagles were coming to San- to Santa Clara. I really do. I really do. But listen, the last time we were in Philadelphia, the 49ers pulled out a victory. Jimmy Garoppolo was the starting quarterback. Tiamador Lenora got burnt by Quez Watkins. It, it was crazy. It was, what a game. What a game. What a game. I don't even think they scored on that drive. It, it was like a burnt out of bounds. He went. Uh, he stepped out of bounds. He, he caught the ball. Uh, but they did add some new pieces. And so, like, they did add some new pieces. I'll leave it at that, all right? So when you talk about the history of these two teams, man, it goes back, I believe, to, like, the 50s, or 60s, something like that. Goes back. Goes back, back, back. All right? 1951 was the first meeting that these two teams uh, took place. Eagles won that game. Um, but the 49ers are leading the actual regular season series. Here's something interesting, though, right? So the 49ers and the Eagles have only met uno, oh, one. I don't know how to say one in any other language but French, Spanish, and English. Time, 1996. 1996, they met one time. 49ers ended up winning that game. They ended up losing the next game. Obviously, you guys know the history of 49ers in 1996, but they did beat the Eagles. They did beat them 14 to nothing. We'll talk about that. That was at Candlestick Park. But they do lead the series, and I know none of this stuff really matters going forward. New teams, new regiments, new rules, all that type of stuff. But it's kind of it's kind of cool to go back and kind of look into the series, right? So Steve Young ended up getting injured. He was injured in that game, wasn't he? I think Jerry Rice wasn't the same. 14 points. I think Steve Young actually led the team in rushing in that game. And Jerry Rice obviously led in receiving, but it wasn't even 100 yards, like 50 yards and a touchdown. Um, so, you know, when you look at the history of these two teams, it's not much there. And that, that, that's the whole preface of why I'm much more comfortable and confident about the Niners this week. There's no history. So like with the Cowboys, there's history. Like how many times did the cow, the Cowboys, it's now four and five. In the playoffs, I believe there were eight meetings. Cowboys had five, Niners had three. We just won one, so now it's four and five, right? I met nine times, and so there's history there. And that junk had me like, ugh. like you know what I'm saying, like ah, uh, like ugh. 
right? And so as much as I wanted to say the Niners were going to blow them out, which I kind of did. I said they win by, I think I said 34 to 24, I think was my score prediction, or 38 to 20. Yeah, 34 to 24, if I'm not mistaken. So it was a 10-point game, okay? But you saw, like, it was really tough for the 49ers. Now, I'm not taking away anything from the Eagles. They got a tight, tight defense. They got all this good stuff. You know what I'm saying? But the state, am, am I wrong for saying that the Eagles haven't played a team like the 49ers? I mean, they keep saying that the 49ers haven't played a team like the Eagles. And I and I hate to beg to differ. Now, the Eagles, are they're the best team in football. I'm going to give them that, right? Best team in football. Why? They got the best record. Now, there's context with that. Did they have the easiest schedule? If you look at the strength of the schedule, it's yes. It's, it's, it's fact. The 49ers schedule is pretty easy too, though. I think they're the, they had the two easiest schedules in the league. If I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong. It is what it is. I don't think that there's history to where, like, it's prolific type of history, Kenny. There's history, but not in the playoffs. One game? That's not history. Like, look at... Eight, nine to one. This is the second time that they're meeting. Honestly, they've played over 20 times, but this is, and like I said, the Niners lead the series. So when you look at the Eagles and I'm sitting here looking at the Eagles, and I'm looking at their depth chart and I'm looking at some of the film and I'm saying to myself, okay, they're a problem. And they're a problem because of one person is Jalen Hurts. Now I will say that they added, they've added a, a, a key piece to make Jalen Hurts ignite. Right? Jalen Hurts was a problem last week. I mean, last year. He he was the issue. It, it was like, yo, they had a rookie in Devontae Smith, uh, and they had other fast guys, wide receivers, um, and, and these guys. And I'm saying to myself, okay, all right, here we go. We have a problem, right? Because Jalen Hurts, at the end of the day, can run the ball. And what is the 49ers' weakness? Stopping quarterbacks that can run the ball. I think that's, that's their main weakness. They've gotten better. Right? They've gotten better over the years. But it's still kind of a weakness. And it's only a weakness because of of uh their the the ability to not contain. You know what I'm saying? The ability to not contain. We got an Eagles fan in here. EMIs. Eagles will win on Sunday, and that's a fact. Go birds. I'm glad you think that because there's about 290 people in here that feel like the 49ers are going to win on Sunday. But 290 to 1, hey, man, I'm glad you're standing up for your team, which you should. You guys have the best team, best record in the NFL. That's all you get from me, bro. That's it. That's it. That's all you're going to get from me. I'm looking at what I know the 49ers can do. Now, let me keep it a buck. You guys, you guys have not played this defense or a defense that's even comparable to what the Niners have done all season long. You might practice against your defense, and I think Philly does have a great defense. I will give Philly that. You guys have a good defense, especially up front, and it starts up front. So it's up front, and then it's your secondary, right? If I had to rank the order of your defense, it's your pass rush, it's your secondary, and then it could be your linebackers. But you guys struggle in stopping the run. Actually, you're probably worse than the league in stopping the run which is so weird but you got guys that could get to the quarterback and that my friend is a problem that my friend is a problem okay so i will give eagles that that's what it, and i like their secondary right secondary experienced from the safeties to the cornerbacks bradbury slay a lot of people saying slay fell off he slacked don't sleep on slay jr darius slay jr to be exact I like I like Gardner. Oh, I liked him since he came out of college. So they got a secondary. They got playmakers back there. They got some guys. The Eagles don't really turn the ball over much. But the 49ers force turnovers. Here, here, here's a cool thing, right? So the 49ers like to force turnovers and they and they prey on mistakes. It's the the that's the most improved thing by D'Amico Ryans this year. His players have been praying on the mistakes of the other quarterbacks, right? Forcing them to throw balls. And you got to negate it. You got to say, hey, man, it, 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 the 49ers got a pass rush too. They got a pass rush. Now, I like Hassan Reddick. 
I, I think he's going to be a problem. I think that's. I think I'm saying his name right. I think that's the right person. I get him mixed up because he used to play for the Cardinals. But um, yeah, like so you got it. You got it. You got a sack leader. Seventy sack. Yo, so so this is Jason Martinez. This is a problem. This is a problem. How many sacks did they have against the Giants last week? Just curious to know how many sacks Eagles versus Giants. I'm just curious to know how many sacks they had in this game. Um, let's see. They had a total of five. God dang. They had five sacks against the Giants. Thank you, Kenny. They had five sacks against the Giants. They won't get five. The 49ers haven't given up. The 49ers gave up two sacks last week. One of them, which they ran into himself. But I, I, I don't think that the I feel like the Niners' offensive line is ten times better than the Giants' offensive line, and so it's it's going to be a good game. There's key matchups throughout this week. We're going to break these matchups down all stinking week long. I promise. I'm going to try to have John Chapman on tomorrow. We're going to have. Uh, it's going to be crazy. I promise you. But the key, the, 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 there's some key matchups like uh, the 49ers' offensive line. You know, Banks got to step up. He's going to have to play probably his toughest his toughest test all season long. <laughs> okay? Toughest test all season long for my man. For my man Aaron Banks. And then Burford, the right side. Look. I, you know what? One person that I don't want to take my eyes off of. Ooh, symmetry. I like where you're going with this. The one person that... But, but you know what? I got to give the rookie his chance. I got to give the rookie his chance. I'm going to give him his chance. I'm going to give Burford his chance because he's going to be lined up over, over, over a <laughs> damn near an all pro. Robert Quinn be on his side, right? And see, you got Quinn and you got um, the one that's going to be over on Banks. I forgot his name, but the all pro. I'm just going to call him all pro. So he is. Then you got the outside guys. To me, I'm not much so worried about Brandon Graham. He's going to be lined up on 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 uh, Trent Williams' side, so I'm not worried about him. But I'm more worried about Montez Sweat. Right? Who is it? Is he back? Not Montez Sweat. Sweat is Sweat back, or is Sweat going for the season? I know y'all lost some people. Let me get my depth chart together. Eagles depth chart. Y'all got some pieces. This is what makes y'all line so daggone good. I'm not going to stunt. Josh Sweat. I thought Josh Sweat was hurt. But he's not. So he's back. Not Montez. Montez plays for the Commanders. Josh Sweat. So we got Brandon Graham, Fletcher Cox, Jason Hargrove, and Josh Sweat. Problem. That's a problem. They're really good in the pass rush. When you look at their linebackers, Reddick is the guy. Reddick is the main guy. He'll, he will blitz. He can get to the quarterback. He can cover. I want to see him on George Kittle a little bit. That's going to be a nice little matchup. <laughs> Keep sweat. It's Josh Sweat. My bad. But that's that. I, him on the right side, that could be a problem. See? And 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 so that could be a problem because now we're talking about him on McGlinchey. But I tell you what, these guys aren't really giving up sacks, man. They aren't. So it's going to be really good. Now, see, uh, Eddie, you asked me about Jordan Davis. That's their, this is where their depth comes in. So this is where their rotation. They, they got, they have a line. They have a line. Robert Quinn, uh, Jordan Davis. They, they got a line. They, they do. They absolutely have rotation, which to me is the 49ers weakness on defense, right? The pressure is great from the outside, but the pressure is not great from the inside. 49ers are more of a run-stopping defense opposed to a pass-rushing defense, if that makes any sense. That's what the 49ers are good at. So it's going to be really, really cool to watch. How will Kyle Shanahan negate that? Simple. He's going to screen the shit out of that defensive line. He's going to go east to west. So if your defensive line isn't fast, they might be fast the first couple of series of the game, and Kyle's going to take note of that. But I guarantee you, by the third and fourth quarter, you'll be huffing and puffing, and you won't have enough wind to blow the house down. Because what the 49ers like to do is stretch the field both ways. So they'll go left to right and vert and down the field. Like, that's what they do. I really think this is going to be one of them games, VZ. You took the words right out of my freaking mouth. 
I'm talking like 19, 13, like weird score, super weird score. And it's going to come down to turnovers at the end of the game. It's going to come down to turnovers at the end of the game. Let's get down to the 49ers being the underdog because I got about 10, 15 minutes left. And I'm trying to figure out why the 49ers always get the low end of the stick, no matter what it is that they prove to overcome, right? They've overcome just about every odd that they can encounter, right? Now, when you want to talk about injuries, injuries are all over the league, so it's pretty universal. But when you want to talk about injuries at the most important position in the game, we're talking quarterback. They've overcome quarterback injury. They've never over have overcome that quarterback injury. And so they're doing it with a guy named Brock Purdy, who's also called Mr. Irrelevant, who was drafted in the seventh round, who nobody knew his name except for the 49er faithful when we drafted him. We didn't know him before that. There were a couple of people that knew him before that, just calling it like it is, right? A couple of people. But now you're talking Brock Purdy coming in here, who's been looking dynamic, who had a regular game in a playoff game, right? First divisional round game and won it. This will be his first NFC championship. And when he wins this, he'll be the first rookie to win an NFC championship. Let that sink in. Now, the Eagles are going to run RPOs all day. They're going to try to run RPOs all day. They're going to, that, that's their game. It's been their game. It's been their games, how they won their Super Bowl, their last Super Bowl. But I guarantee you, they're going to they're gonna try it, and the defense is going to figure out the way to counter it. And so I, I don't know how is – it, is it Brock Purdy? Is it, is it because it's Brock why the 49ers are being overlooked and overshadowed? Because when you look at the Eagles, they look dominant all year long until they had to take out – until Jalen Hurts got hurt. Right. So they were on, they were had what, one loss. Right. They, they 14 and three, number one. Niners are 13 and four, too, by the way. It's one versus two. It is. But which team is most complete? You got to ask yourself that. Like, which team has withstood the most endurance? Like, which team has gone through the fire the most? It's not the Eagles. It's not. It's the Niners. And if you, any Eagle fan should know that this team has been through some crazy, 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 crazy type of refinery, whatever. If anything, this should be the most scariest team that the Eagles have seen all year. And they could be as confident as they want. They still haven't played the most physical team in football. I look, stats say that. The Eagles' defensive line is a problem. They finished the game, the league, the season with 70 sacks. That's a problem. And then it's like the next was 50, 56, 50, 54? I think it was 56 and then 254s. Or it was 254s and then below that. I don't know, but that's crazy. That's amazing. I'm going to give the Eagles that. Niners finished the league with 20-plus interceptions and number one in turnovers. Number two in turnovers, excuse me, number one in interceptions. I got to I gotta say this right because I don't want the talking heads to come at Breezy say, he don't know what he talking about when he do his shows. But let me remind you what my man Pershell Jackson just said. We are at our third string quarterback. They're in the NFC Championship. And y'all better be scared because the 49ers are winning and bruising teams. They're not just bruising them physically. They're bruising them mentally. Like when the 49ers beat a team, yo, like all hell breaks loose. All hell breaks loose. At the beginning of the show, a lot of you were saying, hey, man, I like the fact that we're the underdogs. Thumbs up if you like the fact that the 49ers are underdogs. I'm going to give two thumbs up, and while you're doing the thumbs up, hit the like button. 
Here's why I'm giving two thumbs up. Because they're playing, like you said, with the chip on their shoulder. They really have nothing to lose. They can go out there and play 49er football for 60 minutes. They can give up big plays. They can make big plays. They can do what they've been doing all season long. They face just about every offense. They face the number one offenses in the league. They lost to the Chiefs. Let's don't get it twisted. The Niners have four losses. The one that hurts me the most was the Chiefs' loss because the Niners just weren't prepared, whether it was because they were injured or they just got out coached or whatever. They weren't prepared for the Chiefs. They got beat by Patrick Mahomes again. Now, the ones that stung was that Chicago Bears. Like, how do you lose to the Bears? And then how do you lose to the Broncos? Like, those teams just couldn't find wins. So those stung the most. And I think they really just literally got punched in the mouth by by the Falcons. I think the Falcons just said, hey, we're going to punch you in the mouth. When I break down this Eagles team and I look at what they do, they, they you know, they can run the ball. They have their running backs. Starts with Miles Sanders. Kenneth Gainwell is the question mark. Kenneth Gainwell, ladies and gentlemen, is the guy you want to circle. He's a question mark because he's the wild card. That's why I'm putting him as a question mark. He's their joker, okay? Kenneth Gainwell, remember that. They can line him up in the backfield. He's their Debo Samuel because he's a running back. But he also can play wide receiver. Let, hey, hey, you know what's cool? Do you think we'll actually get to see Trey Sermon get a snap? If I'm Sirianni, I'm putting Trey Sermon in the game. I know he's fourth on the depth chart. I think whatever. I'm putting him in the game. I'm putting him in the game. I'm, put, I'm, I'm, putting, I'm, putting, I'm putting him in the game. I, I want to see Trey Sermon come out there and try to punch, punch the 49er in the mouth. <laughs> I just, that's just me. He's just, I'm competitive like that. You know what I'm saying? Put him in the game. Uh, but but here's the thing. I think that the Eagles, as I, as I look at their team, they're very well equipped. And it starts with their quarterback. And so tomorrow we're going to do matchups, right? We're going to do matchups. We're going to do position battles. And we're going to tell you what the game plan needs to be. And, and, and from, a, from a simple perspective, like my number one key to victory for this week is to contain Jalen Hurts. That's it. That's it. I don't care what, I don't care if they defense get 30 sacks. Contain Jalen Hurts. Because I think our defense will get 31 sacks. Contain Hurts. Like, contain him. Why? Because he has the ability to ignite the, the, the rest of his offense. A.J. Brown is their best offensive weapon, but Jalen Hurts, because of A.J. Brown, if that boy can move, excuse me, if that man can move outside that pocket, or if, and they do design runs, right? They do design runs. Josh Johnson, you have a job to do this week. I mean, you need to be your best Jalen Hurts ever and practice because they do design runs. And that to me, my friends is what, um, what troubles me the most with the Philadelphia Eagles. It's more about like, what will Jalen hurts do? W W what will J H D. I don't know if I said that right. You know, what will Jalen hurts do? Because that at the end of the day, without hurts, I don't care who they bring in a quarterback. They're not going to be as efficient. Now, Jalen Hurts, if I'm not mistaken, is still playing with the shoulder injury. So, look, bring him down. If Eric Armstead has Jalen Hurts in his grasp, get the flag. I don't care. Bring his ass down, man. Put him on the ground. Throw his shoulder into the ground. Keep it clean. If they call the flag on a clean stop, cool. But bring them down. Don't sit there and bump them and jump them. Because the moment you bump them, they got their receivers. Let me remind you who their receivers are. Okay? Let me remind you. Just a quick, quick, quick reminder. And, and then they got a tight end that's going to be looking for to bail out his quarterback. Right? All right. A.J. Brown, the number one. Devonta Smith, number two. Quez Watkins, that's their burner. That's the guy that can run down the field. He runs the deep routes. Bang, 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 bang. They, like, they got him lined up in the spot. But he can run them routes. He could run that nine route, but they got him lined up in the slot. Jimmy Ward's going to have a day. I can tell you that right now. Dallas Goddard is another person you got to make sure you keep an eye on. Keep an eye on. Dalton Schultz, right? Dallas tight end, had their touchdown. 
but he was insignificant the whole day. Ask me if I'm worried about Dallas Goddard. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not worried about Dallas Goddard. I'm not. So it's going to be a great show. I would love to get an Eagles content creator on here maybe Friday. So your Eagle fans, if you watch your content creators, please have them reach out to me via Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, or whatever. Let's see if we can put together a a show uh, and we can kind of like break this down. But here's the thing. You got to find a way to keep them third and longs, contain Jalen Hurts. If you contain Jalen Hurts, the 49ers will be victorious. I can tell you that right now. They'll be victorious. Why? The defense is going to play defense. Not worried about the defense. Will the defense give out big plays? For sure. But they're always, they're still going to be the defense. At the end of the day, you know what the defense does? Keep teams out of end zones. What I, I, I'll know this for tomorrow. I don't know this off the top of my head because this wasn't that show, so I'm unprepared for this stat. I'm not sure. Dallas was the number one offensive team in the red zone. I'm not sure where the Eagles rank in the red zone. But they kept the number one red zone team out of the red zone. You know how they did that? By keeping them out of the red zone. Matter of fact, when, the Dallas, when Dallas got into the red zone, they actually scored a touchdown. They got to the red zone a couple of times before. 49ers made defense made plays. So I'm just going to put it like that. The 49ers do what they need to do, excuse me, defensively. This game, (laughs) I'm not saying it won't be close. It's going to be a lot harder for the Eagles to put up points. That's all I'm saying. All I'm saying. Listen, great show, guys. I got to get to this poll question because I got to get out of here. I didn't get to the gym early in the morning, so I got to make sure I get to the gym, you know, by a certain time and, and, and get my son at three and things like that. Which position group? Okay. Which position group? Uh, and, uh, I'm told that they're ranked third in the red zone. So in the red zone, they're ranked third. All right. I like this. Put a hurt on hurts. I like that. I like that. Um, which position group needs to have the greatest impact in order for the 49ers to win? Uh, 49% of you, 49% of the fans said, uh, the defensive line. All right. The defensive line. And I agree. I agree. I agree. I, I think the defensive line needs to go out there and 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 find ways, not just to pressure. It's not about pressuring Hurts. You can't pressure Hurts. You can pressure him. Nick Bosa had two sacks the last time they played. Let, let me just make that clear. Same offensive line. Nick Bosa had two sacks with the same offensive line, with a different defensive line, too. We don't know how much the Charles and Menahue situation will impact this defensive line. We'll find out a little bit more today, right? Kyle Shanahan is going to speak about it today, all right? So we should know. Um, and, 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 and if he does get a chance to play, good. If he doesn't get a chance to play, we'll have to figure it out. Madden simulation, Niners, Eagles, today between 3.30 and 4 p.m. will be the start time. All right, 3.30 and 4 p.m. will be the start time. Make sure you tune in right here to the Wayne Breezy channel for that. I love y'all. Stay up. Stay faithful. If you already are a subscriber, make sure you hit the subscribe button. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Let's take it back to the 90s. That's how we used to get music out. It was called a street team. We used to tell friends to tell a friend. Hey, man, you check out this artist, man. Hey, man, you check out Wayne Breezy, man. He's been doing it for a couple of years. You know what I'm saying? Um, But yeah, check it out. Make sure you tell a friend. And if you really love what you see, join the channel. I promise you, you're going to love it. Love y'all. Stay up. Stay faithful. Let's get this popping. I'll be opening up the phone lines between tomorrow and Friday. So don't worry. You guys are going to get a chance to speak. I promise. I promise. I promise. All right. Stay up. Stay faithful. And keep it nitty gritty. Always, baby. Peace. Wait a minute. I had contributions. My bad. For everybody that dropped out, appreciate you. For everybody that stayed around, love you. I forgot that these was in here and then I do a contribution segment. But Barack O'Niner says, B, where their weakest is in the run stop, which is our strength. 100% because you talked about how well the 49ers run the ball. They give up. They, so far, they've, they've gave up 118 yards rushing. The 49ers have two to three running backs. That can get you 100 yards, period. I don't think that the Dallas and uh, the Philadelphia, the Dallas defensive line played the 49ers tough. The Philadelphia defensive line are terrible in stopping the run. I 
I expect Kyle Shanahan to do two things. You ready, Barack? Number one, run against his defensive line. Number two, you know what else the Philadelphia defensive line and the defensive midfield to back it struggles with? Running backs catching the ball. Running backs in the passing game. Kyle Shanahan will take advantage of this. I guarantee you. Thank you so much for the contribution. And last but not least, Javier Reyes is in the building. Love the show, Breezy. What do you think we have an advantage in against the Eagles? I think if we take the run to a minimum amount, I don't know if it's 150 yards passing is enough um, of us. Last stats from Giants game. So the 49ers don't necessarily have to pass to win. Need I remind you, Remember when we played the Vikings in that playoff game? The Vikings had a really good defense. Top three, if I'm not mistaken, in the league. Guess what their strength was? Pass rush. Go back and check 2019. I promise you the Vikings had a top pass rushing defense in the league. What did we do in that game? What did we do? Somebody tell me what we did in that game. Please. We ran the freaking ball. The moment Jimmy Garoppolo had two interceptions dropped, Kyle Shanahan says, nah, man, we're going to hit you with some runs. Y'all can't stop the run. Y'all can pass rush, but y'all can't stop the run. That's what the Niners did. Expect a game plan like that. The game plan against the Vikings and the divisional round game, or was it the wild? Yeah, it was divisional round 2019. I remember it like it was nothing, like it was yesterday. Because I remember Jimmy came out, was trying to throw the ball, whatever. He almost threw a pick to Kendricks twice. Twice, not once, but twice. CMC, Mitchell, Mason, maybe some Tevin Coleman. I don't know. I know this boy ain't come out here and talk about my skin. That's what happens when you eat right. You know what I'm saying? And you get some sleep. What's going on, Mike? I love you, bro. Sorry about yesterday, man. Uh, But listen, Javier, we're going to run the ball. Just run it. To negate their pass rush, to get them to over-pursue what they normally like to do, just run halfback draws. That'll work. I promise you. Uh, like uh, my man Brian says, I'm confused. The Eagles had haven't had a running back for over 60 years in six or more weeks. What did I say? Did I say something? I don't know what I said. I probably forgot what I said. B, uh, Brian Jordan, what's going on, fam? Diehard Rams fan. Um doing great work out there. Appreciate you for tuning into the stream. Uh, but listen, I like Miles Sanders, but he can be stopped. He's a North-South guy. I, my, my issue with the Philadelphia Eagles run game is Gainwell. Wasn't he out of Kentucky? Can't remember what school he went to, but I knew he was a problem. Simulation again, for those that are just tuning in, will be today, 3.30 p.m. to 4 o'clock p.m. will be the start. It'll be between those two times. Won't be later than 4, won't be earlier than 3.30. I promise, but it'll be in between those times. I got to get it set up. In the meantime, I'm headed to the gym. Love y'all again. Thanks for watching. Peace out.